0: we when weren't we before. Start? They didn't okay. just now when I said, by the way. Okay. Now we're recording our hilarious uh, uh, Andy, sound discussion. This podcast is sweeping the nation. Is it? Everyone's talking about Star Trek, the next conversation. Wow. Everyone, meaning you and me. Well, I've never been part of a very minute national conversation. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's times like these, right? Just. Really appreciate the internet for existing and being a place where two guys who are white and usually wear hoodies can talk about Star Trek. <laughs> well, two more guys. <laughs> oh, right. Uh, so welcome. It is welcome. the place we are most comfortable. Absolutely, uh, welcome. If you are a new listener, thank you for coming along. I mentioned this on the Nerds podcast, so I was hoping that some people would be like. Mm. I could listen to Star Trek talk.
1: It's got to be. A, it's got to be a, a crossover. It's
0: got to be some, some crossover. crossover.
1: I hope so. Sure. If you are crossing over, unless they hate me so much, which is plausible. Well, a lot of people hate you, Andy. Sure. I mean, I, in my real life, we talk now, about that
0: daily. I mean, the, your cat, not a big fan. No, uh, doesn't let me hug him. Do you? Are you excited? We haven't. You haven't yet met Spot, Data's cat. What you haven't met Data's cat yet, have you?
1: Oh, I thought you said the cat's name was Spock, and I was like, that's a little bit too on the nose. <laughs> <laughs> the cat's name is Spot, though, right? Yeah, Spot. Right. I think at some point when I saw one of the when few episodes, when you caught yeah. an episode, you were like, right. oh, he has a cat. I can get
0: on board. Yeah, but yeah, I you like, didn't get on yeah. board. But, you know,
1: um, no, the the cat did not turn me around. Do you need a
0: hound dog like uh, like, uh, like Archer uh, has? Bacula on the Enterprise NXO one. He it's rolls, a hound dog? He rolls around with a... Is it a isn't it a basset hound? I have To be honest with you, I've never seen a single episode. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I think he has a basset hound <laughs> that hangs out with him named uh, Porthos. Porthos? Yeah. Interesting. Captain Jonathan Archer. Um, uh, no. We're introducing a new feed. Uh, I thought you were going to talk about... A new t- format today.
1: Yes. Did you know that? I did. Um, from, from a friend's recommendation... Who probably doesn't want to be mentioned?
0: No. All right. So we won't he, mention him. Didn't so, he didn't want producer credit for a sinking shift, He said. Right. He didn't want to be associated. But his <laughs> name is Chris. <laughs> you do the math. Uh, okay. So the, what we're going to do is talk very quickly about the whole episode. That way, we don't worry about spoiling things, and we can have our conversation spoiler free. Sure. Because we're going to spoil it everything right now. Exactly. So yeah. so it's not really.
1: Spoiler-free, it's just uh,
0: it's, and I'm, it's moving I'm gonna, the
1: spoilers right to the top. And here's what I like to do
0: yeah. when I'm navigating. Although you
1: now tell me again that, that
0: uh, Data has a cat named Spot, so that's another spoiler. <laughs> <I'm sorry. laughs> uh, here's how I like to navigate. So one of my favorite websites since the dawn of the internet has been Memory Alpha. Mm-hmm. Memory Alpha is the Star Trek wiki. I find it unlikely that was there at the dawn of the internet. I mean, it's been there as long, almost as long as I can remember. I did just order from Amazon the brand new Star Trek encyclopedia. Two volumes, okay. which was my favorite book in the mid-90s. I used to read it constantly. The new updated version. The new updated version. Couldn't you have gotten yourself uh, kind of a a comp-free version just by... You know what? I wanted to support the Okudas. But what I like to do on Memory Alpha is when I want to look up something, I like to see how many... I just go by what's on the front page, which is constantly changing. There's Uh new articles on the front page all the time, and I like to see how many steps it gets me to jump to what I want to talk about. Interesting. Or one I want to look at. So, for instance, right now, I'm on the front page of Memory Alpha, and the story from the 26th of December is Star Trek Next Generation, and Star Trek Enterprise guest actress Barbara Tarbuck has died. So... Oh, no. <laughs> first of all, let's see who Barbara was. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, sure. She appeared uh, in the role of Lika Tryon in the Star Trek Next Generation fourth season episode The Host... Ooh. That's a hoot of an episode. So, anyway, I'm going to go. I have one move. Ready? I go Star Trek Next Generation. I click into that. Okay. That's a hyperlink that gives me one move, right? I'm there in one move. Uh huh. And then what I do is I go, oh, <laughs> shit, I want to talk about a specific episode. So, I'm going to have to click on. <laughs>
1: I think I'm beginning to see why it's only us interested in this podcast. <laughs>
0: <laughs> this is great. Everyone loves it. Wait, what happened?
1: You listen to that podcast with the two guys that just navigate through the
0: internet? <laughs> Look it. We hit the button, and now I can just click Code of Honor. Two moves. It's I got there nuts. in two moves. Pretty impressive. Okay. So uh, what we're going to do is read you the summary of the episode, and then you are spoiler-free for memory memory-alpha.wikia.com. Here it is. The Enterprise D has traveled to Ligon 2 for a vaccine found only on that planet that is needed to cure a plague. Anchilles fever on Styrus 4, a Federation planet. Captain Picard has to negotiate with the Ligonian leader, Lutan, for the vaccine. Picard, Troy, and Riker... Boo! Hiss! <laughs> ...meet up with Natasha Yar in Cargo Bay 1 to greet the Ligonians. Riker and Troy inform Picard that the Ligonians are a closely humanoid race with similarities to human culture, as well as an extremely proud race of people with a highly structured society. Mm. Interesting, huh? The Ligonians beam over with a red carpet, which is rolled out before Lutan himself beams over. Picard greets him. Lutan introduces a secondary, Hygon. Picard then introduces the crew. Immediately, Ligon is intrigued that a woman, Tasha Yar, is in charge of security on the Enterprise. Hagan approaches Picard with a sample of the vaccine and brushes Yar out of the way when she tries to take it from him. Yar then throws Hagan to the ground before inspecting the vaccine and giving it to Picard and Troy. I just realized this is going to be a very long summary. Here's what happens: <laughs> He is so fascinated with her, he takes her, kidnaps her, as is tradition in his culture, mm-hmm. to kidnap a female uh, and then make him uh, make her his uh, chosen one to earn the respect of his people. Yes, uh, and then the person is traditionally returned mm-hmm. at a ceremony mm-hmm. that has to be requested by the person he was taken from. Uh, an, uh, you know that's, that's, the, that's the sign that they have... Uh, they, uh, you oh, Good move, I respect you, right. let's have a dinner. Which pisses off, uh, oh. well it doesn't piss off, but it, it really raises the issues of the Prime Directive. Yeah. Uh, and then her, his first one, uh, Urina, challenges Yar, which is also something he can do. Uh, to a fight to the death. So essentially what we're left with is Yar and Irina battling to the death so that Picard cannot violate the Prime Directive and get a vaccine. And that's what this episode's about. Yep. And I think uh, we got everything in there. Boy, I shouldn't have read that whole first cold opening thing. That was a really long, long journey. <laughs> long road to get there. Well, have to, you have to figure out a quicker way to do it. <laughs> Maybe Wiki
1: has a less accurate, but uh, but shorter breakdown. <laughs> I really
0: thought, oh, this is going to be a nice, concise thing, and uh, we're going to be in and out. I could tell by the t- by the pace that you were saying. Yeah, I was like, oh, it. dear God. And then. Really, what I should have read is, a mission of mercy is jeopardized when a planetary ruler decides he wants an Enterprise officer as his wife. Boy, that's a lot easier. Yeah. Yeah.
1: That gets right to it, but do, but do we not do we do we want to go into this happens, this happens, and then this happens? Not in the detail that you just did. No,
0: not there. But I think in the in the show, if you have any suggestions of segments or how the show could work, you can email us at uh, sttncpod uh, at gmail Yeah, you're we're in the first season. You're getting in on the ground floor. You have a way to shape. You can shape the future. Yeah, this show could be exactly what you want it to be by the time we get to Best of Both Worlds, Part One and Two, that, that, which would be like a year from now. That, oh wow, that's a long time. It is a long time. Uh, so this episode, not particularly well loved by everybody who worked on it, nor by me. Uh, <laughs> Spoiler. <laughs> there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of trivia about it that we can go to later right i mean let's just i'll just tease it out that uh jonathan frakes calls this episode a racist piece of shit
1: uh, i really can't uh i can't disagree with number one how am i gonna <laughs>
0: argue with the first officer of the enterprise it's, D? Uh,
1: i disagreed with him about the last episode which may be proved wrong in time as i see more episodes but this one
0: is a uh, is bonkers. <laughs> it's crazy. It's uh. I, here's how I think this episode really came about. Yeah. Uh, Paramount had uh, just finished making Coming to America, and they were going to throw out a bunch of costumes. Uh-huh. And then someone said, "Well, hang on. <laughs> Why would we waste all these costumes?" Uh huh. Let's make a Star Trek episode about it. <laughs> and then you know one stage over we got that Sinbad movie and those <laughs> costumes are just sitting there. Why don't we take both of them and create something? Oh, uh, create something wonderful that uh should have canceled the series but did not. Should we
1: uh should we make them aliens? No, let's make them
0: uh No, what if they're vaguely human? Uh-huh. Uh and acted like I don't know. Let's ask someone from Mississippi what they think an African tribe is like. Oh, okay. That sounds good. <laughs> okay. And yeah. then we'll write it like that. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds great. <laughs> it, is, it is
1: chilling. <laughs> and I don't know. I mean, you know more about uh, yeah. Roddenberry at this point. Where Where was his brain? Like, was he... Because the whole episode... You know,
0: I mean, you not, can't... the whole. If you think
1: back to it's the... It's all a rehash of a mock time. It is. Anyway, it so it is the previous so. episode, I kind of cut some slack with Naked Now, because like, all right, well, that gives them their way in. It ties it to the past. It brings in some of the right. original series
0: fans. Why in, in this episode are they going into it again? <laughs> well, it seems like they don't... Uh, I don't think they're really sure of their footing yet. I don't think they're sure of that their stories can like with this crew can hold up. So what they're doing is like, well, you know what worked on the old one? Plus, I think Roddenberry... I don't think Roddenberry's ever shied away from this kind of thing, where he's like, okay, this planet is like an African tribe. Uh Um, Because, you know, if you think back to the original series and episodes like A Piece of the Action, Uh where they visit that planet that is Chicago mobsters... (laughs) Yeah. Or if they visit the planet that has uh that's full of Nazis. Those are both
1: historical references and, and accurate.
0: This, well, I mean this is a, the, the piece of the action one is A piece of the action fucking...
1: is is a time uh it's they're both built on uh um on worlds that have that have uh, derived themselves from Earth's history, correct? They've
0: derived themselves from Definitely literature. the Nazi planet one yeah. was. And the piece of the action was they found, found a book. A Damon Runyon book. <laughs> yeah, which is also like sort of how we'll see in this one, the Royale. Uh-huh. Well, I look forward I to that. I think is... But this is not built on any of that. It's just some weird... semi-racist or full-out racist it's no worse than the trade federation in phantom menace
1: i don't disagree with that but you saw the flack that that took it's all it's insane and i don't and also roddenberry is not someone and this is why i was really confused he's not someone who has not had a history of um very progressive thinking in his time like that's That was what was so amazing about the original series for the time it was made, was all the different um, you know uh, races and 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 everything. His vision
0: of uh, one humanity. Yeah,
1: and this is seems like a weird step backward while he's rehashing a mock time. It's totally crazy.
0: It's 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 really not. I don't know if it's something I find that. Um unexpected from star trek well i i don't know i and why not maybe it's because i grew up you know with this episode, you know what I mean, like right.
1: So you were you were acclimated a to child, I saw the, in this episode, you know, and I, I assume that I must have seen it too. Or this was one of the ones I missed. If I saw it, then we definitely have the smoking gun of why I stopped watching because <laughs> it is terrible. Yeah, um, but the it's uh, just like the plotting wise and what they're making poor Tasha Yar do in the whole episode, and uh, it's just it's just crazy. And I will also say this just uh us both being professional writers you kind of cut slack or i cut slack to uh, hour long's later in a season especially if it's network and it's like you got you got 22 and what do they have 24 uh 26? this
0: episode, this season i feel like is like extraordinarily long it might be 26 episodes
1: so you got that so toward the end of the season um it's like all right what what else and you've already the writers of their head have their had their brains beaten (laughs) over the course of the season this was the third episode and roddenberry had had decades to think about what he wanted to do with if he ever got a
0: series again that's a fantastic bit of thinking on your part yeah there's 26 episodes in the first season it's a lot of fucking writing a lot it's of a work. lot of writing, but this is the third episode. Yeah, right? absolutely. I mean, you're counting. I don't love the numbering of one hundred one, one hundred two. No, you know, I don't like that. Encounter FarPoint is technically one hundred one, one hundred two. Uh, so, I mean, Andy, let's dive in. What, All what, right. what, 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 what struck you about the episode? Well, let me
1: tell you right off the bat. Uh, yeah. Let me ask you a question. Yep. And because I think you had some ba- some back, some uh, behind the scenes information. Sure. Um, I think, but putting aside how terrible this episode is, yes, um, I think the effects are good in this series for the time.
0: Yeah, I absolutely agree. And these are all, what's happened in the first season was it was all done by Industrial Light and Magic. So you're getting people who were doing the greatest effects. The Star Trek movies knows for a Maine. long time also. They also did the, you know, I mean, it's ILM. They did every,
1: everything. They, I noticed in the um, in the title sequence, uh, which I'd never noticed before, you see people moving around in the windows. I think it's on the bridge.
0: It's in the dome, right? It's in. No, you see them moving in the observation lounge.
1: Oh, in the observation lounge. Yeah. So they're just chilling. Those
0: people. They're just ill in it, you know. Yeah. Uh, so this, yeah, I, I, my, a buddy of mine, John, who works for uh, the great folks at Anovos, who make screen accurate uniforms. Uh of which I have an Enterprise flight jacket nice um, that was never actually in the show John just was like you know what I want a cool bomber jacket so I'm going to make one that looks like it would have been in the show and it's great and I walk my dog with it sometimes I walk around the neighborhood with full Captain Pips on it (laughs) yeah why not Pretty you, dumb. Do you order people around? Uh, <laughs> I try. I order my dog around. I order him to sit and poop. Uh, so he says, he texted me out of the blue. He's like, hey, Matt, you're stressing me out. Okay, for the record, they didn't change the effects on the remastered Blu-ray and Netflix version. Uh, according to Mike Okuda, they're recomposited from all the original optical effect elements and all the original plates that still existed. So essentially that means that they were cleaned up but they were the same effects they were just re-scanned huh and and recomposited on top of each other they were clearly scanned and recomposited isn't that cool that is cool i don't know if you've seen the how they did if you if you're a listener out there i'm sure you know but for andy <laughs> the blu-rays you know this show now looks incredible Better
1: than what we're watching on Netflix? No, or this, is, watching, I mean, this, is, this is what we're this watching. This is high def.
0: This, right. this show was made in 1987. Uh-huh. So what they had to do... with well, a probably higher compression rate on the What plugins. they had to do, <laughs> Andy, yes. was go find the raw reels of film. Ooh. Scan and re-edit the show to exactly match the episodes.
1: Now... Was there? What was the point when they crossed over into video? Because I think those are the shows that don't have the ones that were shot on film yeah. have the possibility of being made into awesome high def, HD. Yeah. So did that ever happen in the course of Star Trek? Or no, it was always on film. Always right. on film. I think some of the later seasons, the, the later shows.
0: Uh, maybe Voyager, I don't know perhaps? what happened with Voyager. Maybe they were like, "Why are we using film? It's so expensive." But yeah, so the effects look good. I think it's great. Me too. So that's good. Yep. Um, So let's talk a little bit about what happens. They give Data the bridge for the first time. I was just noticing they give the helm to Mr. Data and what? They give him the bridge. Is that the the first time? It's the first time. In the show. That I recall. Right.
1: right. Technically, Data could
0: probably from one console (laughs) run the whole bridge, right? He could. (laughs) Data also is, as I think we talked about, he's third in command. Right. He's, you know, if. He's in the line of succession. He's
1: three. Do they ever analyze uh, if, if any of the humans are weirded out by that
0: on the on the? Uh, interviews? Oh,
1: there's a great episode called "Measure of a Man," which we'll get to eventually. Mm-hmm. All right, very nice. I think you'll see. Have. I would have made a great uh, writer on this show.
0: Yeah, I think you would have done just fine. Thank you. I would have. <laughs> uh... My first, uh, my first real note is that they uh, they beam onto the X Men logo.
1: I was going to say, what, <laughs> what a crazy thing! What Charles Xavier is standing right—it's absolutely the X Men logo. <laughs> there is There's
0: no, no question, no question about it.
1: Someone also on, like yeah, in that show uh, was very forward thinking about about Patrick Stewart's
0: possibilities. Why would they? Uh, why would they ever? Have people beam to a specific location and in a cargo bay and mark it I, with that, an X? I
1: did. Well, <laughs> is that what it was for? Yes. Of course, they're right on the X. <laughs> it's crazy. That is the dumbest thing ever. Now, on top of which, why is it the cargo bay? Why don't they just have them beam into the transporter
0: I, 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 I don't know i think because it, it would so it wouldn't shabby have,
1: they're welcoming these guests it wouldn't have
0: looked so good to have them beam uh and roll out a red carpet onto some you know the, the, the transporter is like multi-leveled so uh-huh. i feel like the carpet would just roll weird and they probably just wanted to make it okay for them
1: anyway it's immediately weird um the, the, these people I mean shall we them. shall
0: we listen to them try to I just like their preamble to like what this culture is like uh-huh. is bananas here yeah. this
2: should be an interesting experience agreed not only are they closely humanoid but their history has remarkable similarities to ours
3: a highly structured society and they're exceedingly proud
0: that's, that's, our, that's our way in. Uh-huh. They're human-like. So when we see them and they didn't bother putting makeup on anybody,
2: it's, it's okay.
0: So now let's, let's, let's hear Lutan. They beam over. William with, Riker. On their own. Ship's their, counselor,
2: uh, Deanna Troy.
0: They beam over with their own transporter technology. Right. Which I think is very cool that it looks like. The original series transporter technology. Because it's more primitive. Yeah. Oh.
1: Don't you like that kind of thing? Yes, it's one of the only nice touches. And then they beam
4: <laughs> and over and they're wearing these outfits and Luton, it's all over. Natasha Yar. A woman? A woman? Your chief of security? <laughs> yes, Lieutenant. <laughs> that is her expertise. I am honored to meet your officers. This is my secondary, Hagon. A sample of the vaccine.
3: My duty, Lieutenant. I'm sorry, but I'm required to... Inspect
4: Out of her. my way, woman.
0: Now, I don't know if you can tell by the music, but uh, someone just did a tumble. <laughs>
1: well, that is the tumble sting.
0: <laughs> it's 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 a lot of this. this a, lot of, is... a lot of judo in the future. <laughs> it's even from Kirk's days. The holodeck in <laughs> it's this... all about... I love that they go to the holodeck, and this is what she shows them. Yeah. The... <laughs> Let's play this holodeck. Okay. Aikido won. So she just essentially created uh, some gym mats and uh, a guy. And for for some reason, the floor is not holodecked. It's carpeted. Right. And uh, also... It won't uh, move
3: again until my action is
4: activated. You can create people? Without a soul?
3: It's not a real person, Lutan. It has no life. Everything it does is controlled by computer. Who am I? Do you hear me? But it will feel real when it hits you.
0: That's totally not her. In HD, it's so crazy when you see clearly the stunt woman's face. Well, you know what's interesting is
1: in the um, in Farpoint, yeah. uh, I
0: never mentioned there's a moment
1: uh, when Tashi Yara does one of these crazy roles. And I don't know what the hell's going on, but I'm pretty sure it's like a plastic helmet for a wig that they have in one shot. What's it's like a crazy thing. I wish I had the... Yeah, I wish you had the time code. Yeah, I can try and find it. I this episode's know. awful. Um, and uh, another thing that just sort of struck me in that, just writing-wise or editing-wise or something, why do they have the moment where she asks the hologram... It's almost creation. like
0: they what's, forgot to fill in the fucking dialogue. What's my name?
1: And it doesn't respond, and then he, she kind of, and it's like, is that how you get it started? Like, what is the purpose of that moment that slows down the That scene? made no
0: sense whatsoever. It really does feel like they forgot to fucking put in dialogue. Very strange. Maybe the guy got there, and he didn't have a SAG card, and they weren't going to give it to him? <laughs> Can't can't I say, uh... Can I say say, Tasha, your name is Tasha Yar? No. No, no. no. But it says here in the script I have to say Tasha Yar. You can't even get an under five? Do you have a sad card, sir? (laughs) No. You can't say it. I'm sorry.
1: This was going to be my way in. I know, but when she
0: moves, you move your hand.
1: Oh, but I don't get any money for that.
0: (laughs) But we'll tell your mother (laughs) that you are here.
1: Um, and, uh... Oh, gosh. And the other thing, just just technologically, yeah. these people have invented transporting themselves. Yes, they have. <laughs> but they respond to hologram technology like they are a terrified primitive tribe <laughs> that uh that something uh, that that uh, that, uh, that helicopters just come out of the sky
0: <laughs> <laughs> you can create people with a soul uh, it's, iron it's, eagle it's so crazy yeah it's it's again it's not uh it's not Good. I mean, what is this episode like? What thematically, what is it? It's is it them dealing with the Prime Directive, and that's what we're taking away from this episode. Like, what? Is... I, it's definitely a lot of Prime Directive stuff. Which, by the way,
1: yeah, I don't know if we're jumping ahead, but we already said it the doesn't plot. matter. We said the plot. Yeah. So uh, that th- that completely removes any any tension from the plot. That essentially, and I and I wonder, looking back on it, how many original series ones were like this, where it's like, well we could blast them yeah we could win this at any point yeah so what are we you know what are we going to do if that's just built into every episode but well, it's just like i mean
0: remember when like in in i keep referring to a piece of the action which i do i like that episode quite a bit Me of too. the original series Right. and like remember when they used the phasers to stun the entire street <laughs> yes they <I> do <laughs> It's crazy. <laughs> Kirk was a little fast and
1: loose, <laughs> <the> prime <laughs> Like,
0: I mean, I feel like if if Kirk was in charge of the Enterprise D, yeah. the episodes would be four minutes long. Yeah. So next in this scene, well, five minutes. He would have to bed someone.
1: Sure, <laughs> <laughs> that's the only reason he yeah. would extend it. Yeah. Uh, so then, next in this moment. Uh Hagon, uh the uh, second in command. By the way, uh, very lazy Ligon is the, yeah, is the ship. Hagon is the second in command. Luton is the guy. It's like, I don't know. Yeah.
0: Spend ten more spend ten more <laughs> minutes on it, guys. Do you think I wonder how that process worked for them in the writers' room where they were just trying to think of names of fucking planets and stuff? It, they must have been cracking themselves up a little bit. Like, do you think they were like they would always like have a pitch for like like butt butt face seven <laughs> Sure. <laughs>
1: like just something It was just butt face seven was the temp name <laughs>
0: yeah every time <laughs> we're slugging well slugging butt and face again, seven just remember we remember, we it. have to change that change before it goes it.
1: out to the network we will frequently well it's do like you like know
0: it's like um Shakari in Star Trek five the final frontier which is. You remember the plot of that is Spock's half brother, Cybok. Sure. So Shatner, who wrote it, wanted and directed it. Wanted um, Sean Connery to play the role of Cybok. Uh huh. Connery passed wisely. Uh, so he named the uh, the place they go to, Shakari, which is Sean Connery really fast. As like a jab? It was like a or I don't know. homage. Or I don't know. As like a we could do better, but uh-huh. Shakari. All right, man. Yeah.
1: Little, little insight, reminder.
0: little insight for you.
1: I wonder what movie Connery did instead. <laughs> if it was Medicine Man, it was an even draw. I have to tell him that. Wait, are you
0: just looking up for Connery's 1989? I can tell you what he did. Oh, what did he do? Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. All right, well,
1: <laughs> made I mean, the right come call. on,
0: <laughs> come on, don't be stupid.
1: Um, so uh, my next thing is at 6:36. You can 6:36. Mm.
0: Here we yeah. go and he's got some time code. Yeah. I'm going to play right now. Here we go.
4: We will make the antidote available to all who need it.
2: If you require respect from us, I'm sure that you will see it.
4: <laughs> Surrounded by such friendship, I feel no need for my gods. I will return shortly.
1: Now I also had this. Do you want to plug this into this? Or is this sure, going to be
0: no, not going to be a problem at all. <laughs> we are in this, we're experimenting with the show right now. I just uh, went the wrong way with it. I ruined the experiment. All right. I just wanted to turn it down so it wouldn't pop in people's ears. I don't want to cause problems. Hang on. Let me get your volume correct and ready to go. Okay. All right, you should be good to play the clip.
1: So uh, this guy made me think of uh, this.
4: 7-Up is light and refreshing, crisp and clean, and no caffeine. Never had it? Mm -mm -mm, Never will.
2: Oh my god.
4: Mm. Now don't you feel good about 7-Up? I'd be surprised if you didn't. Don't you feel good about
0: it? Isn't it exactly the same? I don't remember that commercial at all. But uh, now I just want want 7-Up so bad. It was Live
1: and Let Die's Jeffrey Holder. Who was born in Trinidad, hence his accent. Jeffrey Jesse Lawrence Ferguson, who who, who plays the the gentleman in Next Generation, uh, was uh, born in the Bronx. So these accents were somebody's choice. (laughs) They were not.
0: Hey, let's cast the the guy with the Trinidadian accent. That's amazing, Andy. Good research. Thank you. You're very welcome. Uh, So, I mean, yeah, I guess we could just sort of pick and pull because we don't need to explain the plot because we already did. No. Uh, Yar gets stolen in a very comical way to me. I just find the reactions of all those on board the ship to be. Mm, I don't know. Also, ridiculous. we've established that Tasha
1: Yar is like highly trained, badass, can like kick anybody's butt. Uh, kicks Hagon's butt, uh, the second killer, yep. who has a terrible episode. He is just every he's just, every, he's just beating, beaten down and thrown by Tasha Yar every scene and um and uh, all they do is grab Tasha Yar and she seems
0: helpless it's crazy <laughs> uh, it is it is something that i find to be um i don't know just off putting about the early episodes where it seems like they don't know what they're doing yeah, I, f- I feel like the crew is written so that they don't know what they're doing. Like I do like that when they when Picard calls red alert immediately, the background extras run away uh-huh. because they're going to their battle posts, which is what they're supposed to do. I or like that. Or they're scared. Um, here we are. Let's get the rundown.
2: Shields up. Photon torpedoes activated, sir. What calm contact have we had with them? With their orbital control station, sir make contact there and on all hailing frequencies this is the enterprise to lutan and the lagonian government you have committed an unfriendly act we insist that you reply immediately photon torpedoes ready sir set them for a display this is a thousand meters me. short of the planet's surface set fire We know the source of their transporter beam.
0: What? What is that? Is that to, yeah, like, shot threaten across them? across their bow is the concept?
1: Uh,
2: I mean, it's,
1: it's crazy. Weird.
0: Yeah.
1: They're shooting at
0: the sky. Also, like, it's so <laughs> dumb that Riker has to say photon torpedoes armed, shields up. That's what happens as soon as the captain calls red alert. Yeah. You can't have that red light flashing without your shields up and your ar- weapons armed. Yeah. Oh, boy. Um but where are we at we're wherever you want to be that's the magic of uh, a slidey I bar
1: i don't know i don't know what my note is here but go to
0: 936 <laughs> ladies and gentlemen that's, hopefully it's andy doesn't know what his note is so but we're going to take notes. the journey to 9 minutes and 36 seconds which is where we were yeah. in the holodeck oh. here we oh, go oh well, then i
1: think it's i think this might be a description of here we are. Oh, never mind. Never mind. <gasps> oh, we've already been He's there. waved us
0: off, everybody.
1: <laughs> He's waved us off.
0: <laughs> Andy, would you like me to go to 1302? Uh, you know what?
1: Play, play 936, just out of curiosity. Oh, uh, I was
0: right there. No, I'm sorry. I'm
1: not right there. Oh, this is a terrible podcast. It is. I don't think anyone's listening. Well, it's the worst episode, so I guess it's appropriate.
4: How very enlightening.
3: Aikido, vanish. I could create two even three but really one is enough as you fight with it it learns and before long it knows exactly how to defeat you
4: even the extraordinary lieutenant yard
3: it forces us to keep improving
4: your skill impresses me i like you
1: I wish when I told a girl I like her, Uh there was an exotic (laughs) sting of music, a flourish, (laughs) flourish, a very, very strange approach on that. Uh, Your skill impresses me. I like you.
0: (laughs) Now I'm gonna I'm gonna jump ahead to Beverly Crusher entering the bridge.
1: Okay, that's what I had too.
2: Here we go. (laughs) I wish we had a visual. We are now testing whether they are aware of our sensors probing them. So far, we believe we have pinpointed Lutan's government compound
5: the vaccine sir yes doctor the vaccine i'm a physician i've seen death but not on the scale this could mean
2: you were testing if you can replicate the vaccine
5: and we can't the sample works fine when used as an injection but it becomes unstable when we try to replicate it you must get the vaccine from the planet captain as much as you can immediately
2: i'm aware of that doctor
5: you've never had to watch a patient die from this disease
2: that's true, but I have seen my share of death. <sighs>
0: such, a, such a weird conversation. It's so weird. <laughs> it's and then she gets real like ah, always with your trump card of watching my husband die. <laughs> Oh, is that what, the what it is? Was? That's what it oh, is. That's what it is. Oh, I thought
1: it was I thought she was sort of more going like he, deli- I guess he delivers, you're delivers right. Jack
0: Crusher's body to the I know. Crusher, I did I mean? Wow. That it's is like that's, that's kind of messed up. That's what he's saying right there. Jesus Christ. I know. Picard does not hold back. He doesn't. I'm, <laughs> he, she he is needs, acting crazy and all that he scene. needs is one two Earl Grey teas and he's ready to fucking go.
1: Uh poorly directed moment with Wesley also being a total creeper in the uh I think I think we're going to, I think we have a, uh, I'm sorry, I don't have it. Look on, uh, look on <laughs> the, uh, no, no, I'm not, it's not the place. The uh, Look on um, um, our Twitter feed, which is Star Trek TNC, and uh, I'll put on the uh, the Instagram feed that uh, we have. And okay. I'm, I'm going to try and put up a picture oh, you're of Wesley to do that. Yeah, skulking on uh, in, the, in the in the turbo lift because it's well, amazing he just
0: wants a he wants a go you know he just it's like, just such a weird way to show him doing go. That. he's hiding i want to go <laughs> uh i'm gonna jump in the also is this also there
1: isn't this the scene or is it later that there's a long conversation between beverly and and picard about wesley wanting to get on the bridge oh and, and how he's a
0: yes as a mother i think this is a, absolutely it yeah it's
5: right Calous as we doctors are supposed to We're grow over talking our about
0: millions of people Perhaps dying The good ones never get them
5: may i speak to you about my son wesley
2: what oh <laughs> yes uh, all
5: right he seems quite interested in starship operations and speaking as a mother of course he seems quite knowledgeable
2: well yes speaking as a mother
5: he's on the turbo lift you'll remember you ordered him to stay off of the bridge
0: awful i think it's what she just did that. there was use his dig at her dead husband to make him feel guilty oh is that what it is and Good now he's coming out arms on his
1: he's peeking around the corner
4: I haven't stepped one foot on your bridge, Captain.
2: All right, sir, I'll see that he leaves
4: immediately. No.
2: No?
1: What, is, what was Riker about to do? Why was Riker about to grab him the by the scruff of, of his off, blue sweater? And...
2: <laughs> sir? Sir? Is the whole ship deaf? Sit down over there, young man. Temporarily.
1: ADR. Oh yeah. Um,
2: We
3: have more information. One
1: other thing that occurs to me here is: uh, Are there not hundreds, uh, if not thousands, of people on the ship that uh, that have gone through the Starfleet training and would kill to be up there on the bridge? Oh,
0: I mean, well, highly trained people. I feel like the ship's crew complement is like uh, is like 400 or something like that, and then Uh there's like there's a thousand and something people on the ship. Right. Uh so yeah, I think the answer is yes. <laughs> uh a lot more there's a few more qualified people. I bet some of the people that stand behind wharf and hit buttons back there are probably pretty good at ops. <laughs> Too. <laughs> Those poor people that don't get along either. I think that uh, there's a lot. There's a lot of people who could be
1: uh, sitting in a sweater. By the way, wearing the same sweater as the previous episodes. <laughs> Beverly's got to go
0: out and well, get him a different sweater. I think it's just that's his uniform. That's his, you know, is it? Well, until he until, he, until he gets his. his he has uniform. the gray uniform. That gray sweater when he becomes an acting ensign. Huh? Oh. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh well, that changes everything. <laughs> My next thing is twenty-one seventeen. Okay, Andy, we're at the banquet now. This, 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 this is a crazy banquet. This By a format, the way, but yeah, I was I was complimenting the the effects at the top, but yeah. I do have to say, um, outside of this uh, this plate, this painted plate, this is amazing, is nice. right? And yeah, you can see really the actual nice. set right there. Mr. Ralph McQuarrie, yeah, kind the of the uh, al- actual, really right nice. There. Good job, ILM. Um, Beyond that, the, the 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 set dressing, the everything in this particular episode, it just seems like a, again, it seems like an end of the season kind of thing. Ah, we spent all of our budget. It's like a school play. It's terrible. I think, I think even we're... the the tournament, the arena at the end is like everybody's kind of packed in. So it's no surprise when that guy, which we'll
0: get to, gets hurt. It's
1: like it's they're like <laughs> it's all it's like no a foot away. It's
0: no surprise that guy gets hurt. I think that we've stumbled on what this podcast is. What's it? This podcast is you <laughs> taking notes, <laughs> telling me where to go, and then me having to like defend Star Trek to you. <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, at least in this first season. This first season was the one that drove me away so no, badly I, I, that even I, I when I it. saw good episodes later, I was like, I don't know. All I right. just still don't believe Andy, it. Andy, 2117, here we are. All right. Originals, it's very original series type scores did that phase out over time or it was always sort of
0: uh, like this you know it was uh, this is way more uh, original series than it than it than it becomes very good uh did you want to comment on anything there uh, like no the, no like well, that this, wasn't it i was You didn't that want to talk just, about the no. guy juggling axes no, no, no. no. well that, that i definitely did <laughs> there's, there's a guy, everything here is insane There's a guy juggling hatchets
1: right that's As an advanced civilization that had invented a transporter would have. And the fucking beatniks clicking their sticks instead of clapping. A pirate just walked by with a tray. Crazy lava lamps in the background.
2: Lutan, you have granted us hospitality and the safety of your center place. The gifts you give us are rare and precious. We thank you. And now, according to the customs of your ancestors, whom we honor and respect, I am here in peace to ask for
4: the return of Lieutenant Yar. Well spoken. There are those among my equals in this gathering who were wary of my approaching the Federation. I am proud to have taken this first step toward a treaty, I'm proud that we have something of great value to offer you. A priceless, life-giving vaccine.
1: Which we've already heard all of this. Yeah. It's just restacking it again. It's super slow. Picard has to go down and it's like, yeah, we know we can take over, but just let's, let's go and go play through the motions. I think
0: that the real joy nugget in this episode. Yeah is the forming uh, of a bond that will last <laughs> through the career through the careers of Jordy LaForge and Lieutenant Commander Data. Do you want to go that, that same that is their friendship. Should we go to One 20- of my favorite things about this series is the friendship of Data and Jordy. 2909. And this is the first real instance that we see they do hang out together. And here it is, Geordie's shaving.
2: Why that razor, my friend? Why not the one I adjusted to perfect efficiency? Shaving is a human art form data. Technological perfection can shave too close. Puzzling. How can anything be too efficient? Thousands of things are too efficient data. At least for humans. We always come back to the human equation. Exactly. Have you continued to work on it? Constantly, my friend,
1: particularly the humor, a man goes to a store to buy some kidneys. Oh, no. he says to the shopkeeper, "I'd like a pound of kidtellies, please." The shopkeeper says, "You mean kidneys, don't you?" The man says, "I said kidlies, did I
0: <laughs> what's the matter, Andrew? So many things."
4: <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, first of all, Jordy's not wearing his visor. Yeah, he's shaving. He's like, I can't hear this joke. He starts to walk away. Data blocks his path. Jordy somehow knows he's there.
0: I think De- <laughs> Jordy hears where Data's voice is coming from. Oh, I see. He's like Daredevil.
1: He's a lot like Daredevil. <laughs> I think gotcha. all his senses
0: are heightened when his visor is Then why is
1: he wearing a visor?
0: I think so he can see screen readouts and analyze weapons. He's also using a future like sonic shaver.
1: And yet, it's he's he's there for like five minutes. Like, what's the advantage of that thing?
0: Well, you don't know how close he likes a shave. And mm. Not as close as Data likes a shave. Right. Data can grow a beard. Did you know that? No, I didn't. Yeah, it, but at will, or I think so. Hmm. He has a beard. One episode.
1: That uh, that inventor of his. That's Sing, Soon, Soon, Soon. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he really was a detail worker. Like Khan. Like Khan. Is, that, is there any connection in between yes. them? Yes. Really? Yeah. Ooh. We, when did we find that out? Enterprise. Oh. Oh, that's a downer.
0: <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs>
1: that sounds really
0: interesting. I saw Andrew get so excited I and so, think about it and
1: process Why would day. you not explore that mess? We
0: probably fucking just like us. Wow. Mm. Oh. uh um i like and it's Sing. they're not they're not related uh but but data's relative is involved in eugenics right Right. data's data's distant distant relative great 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 grandfather
1: um yeah i mean i like the
0: what do you think about that scene
1: i like the scene i like that they talk about it i like opening up data uh, yeah having that that side of himself it again seems weird to me that they're having this conversation in the midst of Waltosh. Well, what Yara's do you think of, on the planet?
0: Well, I mean, there's nothing for them to do right now except I hold know. while they're while the it fight to the death is convenient. okayed by the captain. Yeah. Do you do? You, what do you think of the character of Data so far? There's three episodes in. You're familiar with the original series, so you know you know you know what Spock does. Right. You know Spock's function on the show. What do you think of Data's character? I think da- I think Spock, at this
1: point, anyway, was a much better defined character. I think, you know, granted, over time, you know, I'm, I'm thinking of Spock in his entirety, whereas this is the point where they were still building the Data character. Yeah. So, like, even a mock time, I think, wasn't until, like, the second season. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so that, like... Opened.
0: Uh, uh, yeah, <laughs> <was the> original, <laughs> ser- <laughs> original series music.
1: Yeah. um I I think it's it's a little all over the place with data in terms of what when he can act human,
0: when he can't act human, when he knows
1: something, when he doesn't. And I, which s- goes back to my original theory. Of, there, is he
0: faking it? I see that you're you've written down a note on here that 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 talks a little bit about data's defined characteristics slash not defined characteristics and we're going to hear it right now it's too
2: old and you didn't tell it very well how do you know when something is funny it's not explainable you you just do
1: perhaps it is you jordy including the kiddly's I've told six hundred sixty-two jokes,
2: and you have not, <laughs> including the kiddlies. Now, see, that's funny. <laughs> it was not meant as a joke. <laughs> the tongue slipped.
0: The tongue slipped. The android's
1: tongue slipped, and that is my question. What? What is? The, what are the
0: rules? He he's tongue slipped. He can. He I can? don't understand. He doesn't use contractions like he says "cannot" instead of "can't." You're telling me that he can have a tongue slip. This supports my theory that Data is just
1: fucking with everybody. (laughs) He's just, he's far more advanced than them. And this is just, they're like his playthings. That's why he likes the cat. Because cats like to play with their food. Do you think Data is a cue? I'm not
4: saying
0: he's a Q. I feel like you're, but
1: I'm—you uh, know—he may just not be as benevolent as we think
0: he is. All right, now we're we're into the episode. We're two-thirds into the episode, and uh, we do get to hear some Captain Picard rambling. Here we go.
2: Data, especially important is an analysis of their combat capabilities. Geordie concentrate on their cutting edges wherever applicable, durability, composition, weaknesses in material. Aye, sir. From any particular point of view, sir perspective of Lieutenant Yar using them in combat with Lutan's wife. Most interesting. Could this be human joke number 663? Negative, Data. That's a captain's order. Which makes it important to know which of these weapons are to be used. And that won't be known until combat begins. You're right, Data. It does sound like a joke. With the power of the Enterprise, we could overwhelm this place easily. Just take what we want. I may not understand human humor, sir, but I am a Starfleet Academy graduate. Which means, of course, understanding the Prime Directive, sir. And that is, ironically, what this is about. By our standards, the customs here, their code of honor is the same kind of pompous, strutting charades that endangered our own species a few centuries ago. We evolved out of it because no one tried to impose their own set of... I'm sorry, this is becoming a speech.
5: You're the captain, sir. You're entitled.
2: Mm. Not entitled to ramble on about something everyone knows.
1: Um What, what do you think? Well, I think uh, first, first of all, I give you know I will always give props to Patrick Stewart, who's a A magnificent actor, actor, and uh, makes all of this this endless droning pretty pretty delightful to listen to. But uh, it is like he says the thing that I'm thinking, which is, doesn't everybody know this? Uh, The only thing that I would sort of say is, I wonder if it was a network note that it's like people might not remember what the Pine Prime Directive is. He should talk about it, and Roddenberry was calling it out the the network note by having Picard uh-huh. at the end going, "I don't know why I'm talking about this thing that we all know."
0: but that I like. Have you ever heard the Captain Picard song? No, it was an it was an internet hit ten years ago, and uh, I that I was just, so young, then, it just got have. stuck in my head as because that speech is lifted; it's in the song, so. Here This is the song This is called The Captain Picard's."
2: Here's to the finest Crew in Starfleet Engage Captain jean Picard Of the U.S. Enterprise Captain Jean-Luc Picard Of the U.S. Enterprise Make it Make it so Make it so Make
0: it so I was so fascinated by this first duty
2: Of every Starfleet officer Is to the uniform. This is becoming a
5: speech.
2: You're the captains, sir. You're entitled. Mm. I'm entitled to ramble on about something everyone knows. Captain <laughs>
0: John That's where I, That's... That, I, that was... So, I, you know, there's... Satisfying. There's four more minutes of that song, if anyone feels like watching it. It's got three million views, uh, and it was posted onto YouTube September 10th, 2006. Wow. It's had a long run. And it only has 512 dislikes you have nothing to add
1: <laughs> i have nothing to add
0: did you find that song catchy
1: uh, i did would you listen to it in a car i would not
0: because it, i did it did remind remont- did. Did you as a as, a, as a, a nerd as a was i in college at the time i had just gotten out of college sure. when that song happened and it was burned onto a cd Those are your, your bona fides
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, it did remind me uh-huh. of uh the uh the various dance music scenes from Buck Rogers in the 25th century. sure, (laughs) (laughs) Which probably would have been earlier than this. (laughs) Uh,
0: Yeah, so, I mean, overwhelmingly, uh, this episode has got nothing great happening in it. No. At 36,
1: Uh, 37, I don't even know if we need to see it, but basically Riker turns to Wes and says, care to lend a hand? Oh, I
0: think we should hear that.
1: Okay.
2: Uh,
0: Let's just jump in here.
2: lieutenant natasha yar to engage in a fight to the death i have yet to understand his reasoning or his plan
0: oh it's buffering right as a
2: man sit it ops
0: okay there's so many problems with this <laughs> <laughs> you're <laughs> The acting captain of the ship right now, Uh Picard, is on the planet. Sure. You're at high alert because your chief of security has been abducted and is about to fight to the death. You're trying to track everyone's movements on the planet's surface, honing your sensors to detect everybody in case you need to emergency beam out everyone. Sure. The bridge is bustling. (laughs) No one's sitting at ops. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no one is I sitting at OPS. thought about that issue. <laughs> <laughs> no one. It didn't even occur to There's me that no one, one would. Chief O'Brien's not at OPS. Nobody is sitting at OPS right now. I guess Jordy didn't sign out when he left. <laughs> I mean, well, Data sits at OPS. Jordy's <laughs> at the helm. Isn't uh,
1: Jordy, wasn't he there earlier?
0: No, Jordy sits at the, on the right he's side. He's always on the right side. OPS is where on Data the, sits. On the left side. Data's, yeah. Data's Facing the
1: screen. Correct, yeah.
0: Right, Data's on the left. Yeah, Geordi or or the helmsman is on the right. Right, and in Star Trek and future Star Trek, um, the uh, you'll see that Wesley pilots
1: the ship, so he sits on the right. What determines when Worf is at one of those consoles when somebody else is off? You know,
0: he's not in this episode. Oh yeah, where's Worf? I feel like Michael Dorn was probably like, "Fuck this racist bullshit, I'm out." Oh, I'd like to think that
1: but he they didn't he wasn't officially part of the crew until a few episodes in right What are you talking about no i mean in terms of the story he was but i think he wasn't a regular until i think i read something until oh i didn't even know that several episodes in stop reading
0: ahead of me sorry i'm reading ahead I'm of me trying my to years be a good knowledge. host no, this episode, Without this show, spoiling things, this show is the me. next conversation. This is Andrew discovering. Oh, so I can't find out. Things you can't find it. out things on your own. I'm you're, supposed to tell you. You're a little
1: threatened. Um, <laughs> um Let's see. 3901. <laughs> this to me was the funniest moment in the episode. Um, and we can't just describe it because it's a visual thing. Arena's poison glove
0: <laughs> flies off
1: into the lap of a dude uh, watching, and this is this is the thing I was talking about where they're all like two and a half feet away from the arena. Yeah, it flies off into the, and I love that it, it, at first he's kind of just
0: like, huh. Well, all right. Oh, no, I've been stabbed. And they all know that they have poison on them. Oh, no, I've been poisoned to death (laughs) is is his thing. If you look, uh, so we're going to skip it. They fight to the death. So he's like
1: like in there. He's sitting there. They're going out for a night on the town, him and his wife. He's like, hey, honey, I'm going to get... I'm going to, you know, we we're see, watching the Rite of Supercedents battle tonight. I'm going to get some popcorn. You want? Oh, Jesus! <laughs> oh, no!
0: <laughs> what is this popcorn you speak of? <laughs> you have popcorn? <laughs> Corn that has been popped? Uh... So I wanted to just quickly... <laughs> I, I'm, I'm barreling through the end of this episode. I don't, I don't it think is, it's unwise. Because it's so... Can,
1: I, can you just go to 4015 before we jump ahead? Before just one quick Before we thing. do
0: that, I just want to show you... Okay. Oh, I think we're, I'm, we're at the same spot.
1: Oh, maybe this is the same thing.
0: Though. Okay, so here we are. I want you to be on the lookout at Beverly Crusher's wrist. Move!
5: Cold. sorry
0: that clashes with my instructions oh. she's wearing a watch ooh retro she why would she be wearing a watch because she's she's in love with the past she or <gasps> she forgot to take
1: it off. Matt's theories no, oh, the actress. <laughs> That's not much of a theory. <laughs> 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 my theory is that <laughs> Beverly, like Captain Kirk, uh-huh. Andy's theories. Yeah. If you want to send in a theme for Andy's theories, feel oh please, free. send in a theme for Andy's theories. Um. Uh. My theory is that she's she's in love with the past, like Kirk, and uh, uh, so she just wears things uh, so like she likes watch.
0: antique watches, yeah. uh, antique glasses That's that remind right. her of getting older, uh-huh. antique hairstyles, and, from Romulan, Andy's. and ale. Romulan
1: ale, and Romulan ale. Big drinker, Beverly.
0: Uh, so you want to talk about the fact that uh, this woman has just died? Yeah, and I don't know. The, for me, there's the issue is
1: Beverly's the chief medical officer. Correct. They they know what the plan is. They've already discussed it. They yeah. beam up. She needs Riker to to bark move at her. That's weird, and it's weird that that, that Riker is treating her like that. It's also weird. Also, because yeah. doesn't she outrank him in medical situations? Absolutely, she does. There you go. So
0: She outranks everybody
1: in medical no. situations. And then in this scene, Beverly brings Yarina back from the dead. Exactly
2: what do you find Is unfair,
1: uh, is that kind of necromancy part of
0: 24th century technology? It's very weird. I suppose <laughs> at the instant of cell death, they can probably reverse it somehow with some bullshit explanation. But they don't have the bullshit explanation. Correct. Do you want to, shall we, shall we hear the discovery of the technology with which they can bring people back from the dead? Yeah. Okay. I just would like to vote that we get these chairs for the writer's rooms now. Oh, that'd be great. That looks very comfortable. Those do look comfortable. Anyway.
4: She is not dead. There was no death combat. You violated our agreement. There will be no treaty, no vaccine. The challenge was carried out. She died, Lieutenant. There was no challenge.
2: She lives.
5: I am a physician and saw her die. If you doubt this poison, why don't you test it on yourself?
0: Sam, <laughs> What if he doesn't move? Yeah. And she kills him by shoving that spike hand at her. Well, I guess apparently she has the technology to bring people back from the
1: dead. Yes, it doesn't so
2: matter. I <laughs> can provide you with records of her death and how Dr. Crusher brought her back.
3: And at the instant of death, Lutan, a mating agreement dissolves.
4: But this is witchcraft, Yarina. To discard a mate in this manner- Is
3: less painful than the one you selected for me.
4: Yarina, no.
3: Even as I battled, Hagon, I heard you calling out for me.
1: So- Yarina, be my first one
3: all my land and all my goods all I have is yours
0: to rule Captain I'm sorry we didn't have a formal invitation but you're now at a wedding <laughs> uh, It's uh, sad for you Tasha feels is it, sad where are,
1: where are we uh, we're at 40 okay so let it run for a second <laughs> yeah
3: you've lost everything
4: I have my honor
3: such a waste do you want him no
1: pause wait one more time i meant
3: there would
0: be complications <laughs> oh we didn't even talk what about the, the hell fucking, is that just the craziest thing in this episode actually which the I troy completely thing forgot, is the troy thing where yeah. troy fucking bamboozles tasha
1: it's not cool but Tasha is her characterization is crazy in this episode she's like a warrior she has this dark past like she's suddenly in love with this guy what is there would be complications mean the guy is a total scumbag he has completely he's he's been proven Listen, to be be willing to let his wife die
0: sometimes to get just, power he, Sometimes you just want a bad boy or girl.
1: Well, I understand that, but this is the late in the episode, so it's already been revealed. You want the illusion first. When I go after bad boys, that's what I think, anyway.
3: Nothing, sir. But it was a thrill. Lutan is such, such a basic male image. And having him say he wants you. Yes, of course, it made me feel good when he... Troy, I'm your friend and you tricked me.
0: So weird, <laughs> sucker! Sucker, gotcha! <laughs> with my
1: ability to read your minds and emotions.
0: <laughs> what? I don't understand the oh, point of she that. She can only read emotions, right? Not she not can mind. only read emotions unless you're a full empath, and gotcha. then she can communicate with you.
1: Um, that's uh, what Troy does is completely weird, and I don't know what it gains. It's it's like it's yeah, basically under no... the context of like, well, I'm just trying to make sure you're careful. That's ridiculous. If you yeah. just said that to her. Yeah. On top of which tasha's fucking response is completely weird she's in front of her captain she has Starfleet training and she's sort of caught up and i know i don't know it just felt
0: great to be wait a minute i mean he certainly felt good to be looked at like that by i mean another oh boy captain
1: she's a badass warrior Oh, it's so upsetting. Well. And what does there would be complications mean at the
0: end? It means that it would be hard because she's always on the ship and she'd have to fly back to see him. That's what it means? Is it I why, think so. isn't it's like it the more
1: primary business? issue that he's a completely corrupt murderer?
0: <laughs> he didn't murder anybody.
1: Well, he planned the murder. It's, you know, he planned a murder. He Do just you think Charles to... Manson wasn't a murderer? Listen, Andy, he this just is planned... the classic argument we're going to get into on this podcast. <laughs> Was Charles Manson a murderer? <laughs> 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 I, I got to go. Um,
0: <laughs> no, but I, I, he's just acting in accordance <laughs> with his culture. Ugh. He did nothing. Anyone else finds here's the other improper. thing. That culture is 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 she the richest woman on the planet? That's Seems the like it. Yeah. So if she, if
1: whoever marries her gets the planet, that's the way the system of government works.
0: I mean, I feel like yeah, she's like the queen who can be tossed aside and killed by a Starfleet security officer. You fancy,
1: by the way, you know, I do think the theme in this is uh, it is uh, gender issues, and it's appropriate, being that the women's march was yesterday.
0: Yeah, this episode is their attempt at a women's march. Yes. <laughs> not, not not as effective. <laughs> no, I feel like uh, not a lot of people are getting behind Code of Honor. No. <laughs> uh so Andy, you've now seen Code of Honor. Uh-huh. It's time to ask the question everyone uh-huh. wants to know. Right. How many Andes do you give Code of Honor? Um What's the lowest I can give?
1: It is a scale of 1 to ten Andys, so I can't give lower than one. Correct. Then I give it a one. You give it one. This is a terrible episode of television. This
0: is a one so far. This I is a cannot.
1: Andes. I believe that in my my rating of of Naked Now over time may prove to be yeah crazy. inaccurate. Yeah. Um, as I see better episodes. I cannot imagine a
0: worse episode than this. Oh, buckle up, my friend. Really? There are some. All right, there you go. Uh so there you have a one out of ten Andes. I'm gonna give this episode two out of ten Andes. Uh it gets a plus one on my end for the Data geordie relationship starting to bur- bur- burst and, and uh or or blossom. Uh so that's what I that's what I think of that. So You gave it two, so you didn't give it that much higher than no. I gave it with, one higher with the benefit. I of mean, I gave it 100. It's, I rated
1: it one hundred percent higher than you. Well, that's that's not the way a rating system works. Well, <laughs> it's one hundred percent better than you think it is. Um, now we have some mail, guys. We're going to the STTNC mailbag. Which, by the way, if you wanna if you wanna name it, uh, I was I was thinking the data stream, uh, the Midas array, whatever you know. Comms are open. Comms are open. Uh, hi, Matt and Andrew. This is uh, this is from uh, Ty at Bristol Bed, the Bristol Bed Film Club. Um, so I'm assuming English. Uh, I won't do the accent. Hi, Matt and Andrew. Loving the new podcast with this excellent adventure. James Bonding Nerdist and Talk Salad. Matt's dulcet tones probably make up a good 20% of all our podcast listening. Oh, I'm so sorry. I uh, was wondering if you were going to reach out to potential guests, not just the main cast, but memorable guest stars. This was a question many people had, and uh, yeah, I, what is our official yeah, stance? What is the Starfleet stance? On I this? don't
0: know. I think I do want to start rolling in some guests. Uh, I I would like to uh, dial up my uh, my my buddy Will. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Who uh, somehow was the only cast member of Star Trek: The Next Generation to be at my wedding? Whatever, right? Uh, of course, I only invited one, but still, I feel like I could have made a reach and Was he in your? Was he in the wedding party? <laughs> no, no. There was no real wedding party at my wedding. It was, it was, uh, oh, it was a fun affair, though. Democratic. And then Will this and was I, prior to what us was hilarious being friends. Was after, um, so I was not invited after the ceremony. uh we spent a, a, a good bit of time together playing the Star Trek penny slot machine together. <laughs>
1: oh, you and Will Wheaton? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's pretty <laughs> awesome. That was great. We had a good time. <laughs> um, okay. Also, I'm going to assume you've seen this, mm-hmm. but do you remember the skit from the Star Trek 30th uh,
0: anniversary show? I believe he's going to link to Frasier. The cast of Frasier minus Frasier. Uh, I, uh, yes, he is. Uh, yeah. I, I didn't, uh, do you
1: want to have you, did you watch it at all? I did watch it. Do you think it's worth watching? Should, or just... Oh God, no. Okay, good. I think, um, we'll, well, I think later on when we get I, to, I know that I felt, I felt frustrated that it wasn't more, um, as a, as a person who has had experience with parody yeah. <laughs> to toot my own horn, uh, I feel like it, it should have been, been a more, little bit yeah. more Star Trekky Yeah. It was a little bit too frasier Yeah. I agree. I agree. Um, can't wait for the inevitable crossover of STTNC slash talk <laughs> salad and scrambled eggs where Patrick Stewart guest starred as the gay, uh, opera uh, enthusiast, which actually that could be a way to bring in Kevin Smith who, who uh, directed the episode of Goldberg's I wrote last week or the true. week before.
0: Uh, who knows when you guys will see it. Uh, which was a Batman themed a episode, the by the way, probably, um, by, probably by the end of February, right? Seems I like, by like by the end be of out, February,
1: yeah. yeah. Um, Anyway, keep up the awesome work. Try and lock down. Oh, here we go. Kevin Smith for more
0: talks. out. There's a lot of complaints, and I do not take any responsibility for that. Please don't. Uh, Um, That's on me. Although, we probably could have gotten one done last week, but he was so busy directing an episode of The Goldbergs that uh, Andrew wrote. So you can blame him a little bit. Yeah, I did. I did write it. (laughs)
1: Listen to, uh, this is from Robert Jackson. Uh uh, Robert Jackson 1 at Twitter. Uh listened to it last night. Great episode. Are you guys going to have guests on the pod, for example? on The same question. Will yeah, Wheaton yeah. is who he's asking about. Um, Paul Cole, STTNC. Great podcast. Matt knows all the EPs. Well, you should give your EP rating first and see if it changed at the end. Um, which I think, uh, after reading that, Paul, uh, I did move my rating before his... Um, but uh, do you feel like it should be at the top of the show? Feels like
0: that might <laughs> well, you know what might be kill. interesting is what we'll do from now on, yeah. which could be a fun thing, and this is exactly how the show changes. I'm going to tell you the next episode of the show. Now, I haven't watched a lot of these in, in some years, so I'm going to just go look at the next episode and tell you what my rating out of memory is. Uh last up, well in pursuit of a mysterious race known as the Ferengi, the Enterprise suffers a sudden power failure. So my memory of this episode, I'm before re-watching it, I'm gonna give this seven Andes. Wow. But he you've just gone in the opposite direction of what Paul was saying you wanted to see. No, but I'm gonna see if my rating changes just because this see is it just again. based on my gotcha. memory is from childhood. Gotcha. I never rewatched the first yeah. and second seasons.
1: Just in, in fairness, Matt, he was saying he was more interested in the inner workings of the secunda mind, and you've made uh, yourself first and foremost. Uh, I gotta go. <laughs> I, I have no it problem works.
0: with it. Uh, it feels Raymond, like you have a problem with it. You wouldn't have mentioned it otherwise. Right, well, whatever. Oh, <laughs> Raymond, Raymond, how would you say that? Uh, I would say that is uh, Raymond Dochez.
1: Do- Dochez or Dohez. Uh, sorry if we're mangling it, Raymond. Uh, Star Trek TNC is lovely. Painful to see the flaws in TNG again. Uh but lovely. Um, um
0: Thank you for writing that in. Please rate us on the iTunes. We would appreciate a nice five-star rating if you do actually like us. Absolutely. Again, the show's evolving. So, you know, it's going to grow with you and it's Andy's love of it will grow also. Second Avenue Deli is wearing a shirt from a deli I like to go to. Oh, uh, it's a it's is it? I think they're not on 2nd Avenue anymore. Yeah. Uh, no, they're
1: closing uh, Carnegie. That's yeah. what they're closing. It's for the Food Podcast. I really adore the podcast. Uh, to have two full-time professional writers analyze one of my last 80s crushes, Star Trek TNG, is amazing. As with much of these childhood classics, as soon as you rewatch them, when you're older and more experienced, perhaps burdened. Yeah. Raymond's been through a lot. You wonder what uh, got you hooked in the first place. I found it funny that you actually started at the beginning. Um, because when I rewatched *Encountered* Farpoint, I wanted to sucker punch Wesley Crusher in the nuts. <laughs> Obnoxious little twat. Um, I think he's English, so I think he can get away with it. Yeah, that. sure. Uh, I was rooting for the kid back then. Don't understand why, why older friends hated his guts. Now I do. Also wanted to scream at, at the writers for having come up with such a weak pilot. This is a display of soft mark write, writing. It's amazing the series got picked up. The first season is truly dismal. <laughs> it's true. As much as I want to see you guys skip to the good seasons, find out what Andrew's opinions are on those. I do dig going through the torturous first season again. <laughs> um, it's winky, smiley emoticon. Oh, that's so cool. uh, um, keep up the good work. I hope you will make it at least all the way through season one. But boy, that is a commitment for a side project. Uh, Klee Wiggins. Oh, Clee, How are you doing, Clee? Do you know her? Uh, I do. At Clee the Pimp. Uh, one of my favorite episodes, in my uh, opinion, the best early, this is about Naked Now, best early episode of any 80s show.
0: Oh, wow. Forward
1: to listening. Klee is on my side. Klee, that's very interesting. I don't know if I'd say it's one of the best, but uh, certainly better than what other people say. Son of Smod, which I think is a reference to Kev's podcast. Uh, I called him Kev, even though I just met him. This podcast is great. I want more. You should do two eps a a week time for some of these early ones. Yeah. You know, that is a thought. We were also. That is a thought. You know what you can write in. Crank out too is because when does Star Trek Discovery start? July?
0: July? Yeah, it comes up. So July. we were
1: kicking around. Should we just oh, add that as the second? It comes out
0: right after Comic Con. That's so brilliant. Yeah, they're gonna have the whole cast there. They're gonna be all doing. Right. It's gonna be all Star Trek shit. I can't wait. Well, if any Comic Con
1: people need uh, some hosts for that, uh, for that show, I'm I've been, sure it'll. I'm sure, well, that, I'm sure it'll end will up with like
0: Jordan, t- Jordan Hoffman, who actually hosts the official Star Trek podcast. Oh, I'm just it. saying. I it. forgot there were a billion other podcasts. <laughs> I'm just saying. They probably thing. have people covered.
1: <laughs> well, whatever the case. Uh, Matthew uh, G. Matt Maction G. Uh, says, just watch Code of Honor for Star Trek. Wow, some very 20th century characterizations. Look, we forward to next week's podcast. Hope we didn't disappoint you. Another Fred... Uh, So, these are thoughts on the rating system. Yeah. Uh, Inverse scale, the worst equals 10 warp core breaches, best full (laughs) containment. Very funny. Uh, Raymond's suggestion, number of proton torpedoes, because they are the bomb. And episode three, uh, only
0: five proton torpedoes. You're giving this five? It's photon, not proton. I bet that his phone is auto-correcting to proton.
1: That could be. Um, I was wondering if that was a different kind that he was referring to as a deep cut. Uh Stephen Manhattan, blog in Freud. I'm getting the wrap-up symbol. <laughs> the episodes should be ranked in dilithium crystals. Um, you should rank the episodes by number of Riker Beards, says uh, Well, know, in the second season, Jess, maybe when he grows a beard, I'll do that. Baronomics. Oh, the, sorry, the Jeff Southard. And um, Howard Kyle says, Please please use Quatlos kwatlus instead of andy's <laughs> as you know Quatloos are what those three colored brains were betting oh sure of course yeah. in gamesters of triskillia yeah. um love the podcast can't wait for the next conversation kyle and uh you know i had more uh andy has more but uh, he's,
0: uh
1: his his superior podcasting
0: he, skills no i'm are, just saying that we have that's that was a nice tease to let people know that they should email us sure uh and oh, here we go. Love the show so far. Maybe less clips? That's from <laughs> Oh, that's an interesting thought. Do you not like uh, clips? Yeah. People? Comment Let's on whether you out. want less clips? Um You know, we went through this with uh James Bonding, you know, towards the end we started doing a lot more clips yeah. and uh we liked it and I, our audience I feel like didn't. And then we realized that we were doing the show for us only, so we decided to keep doing clips. Decided <laughs> <laughs> to ignore your audience. Uh, this person also says,
1: maybe less play-by-play the episode, more overall story rundown, which you did, uh, yeah. then hit or misses on the show, um, maybe more Secunda not being prepped, haha, adorable. Uh, you know, it's uh, it's not an adorable thing. It's a, it's a real serious problem I have in my life. Um, I would also love for you to tackle Deep Space Nine. No disrespect, Matt, but in my opinion, it's the best Star Trek show. Oh, I can see.
0: I can I. That opinion, I think, is a valid one.
1: You say um, it really launched ongoing storylines and showed the possibilities of sweeping story yeah, arc. Totally, it's the it's the first really. So when does it become f- narrative? First, or, or when does it become uh, serialized? serialized.
0: Uh, season four, really. When Worf so shows up, one. that's when the show starts to fucking. Well, that roll. is
1: something I would be interested in.
0: Yeah, it's really Deep Space Nine. I did not get past the pilot. Understood, Riker's. i uh, mean, not Riker. Picard's in that. Yeah. You well, find out that Cisco lost his wife at the Battle of Wolf three five nine. Oh, interesting. And he hates Picard because Picard was locutus. Oh wow. And he has to get over that. That's pretty cool. I don't remember that. Interesting. It, Maybe it's because thing? you didn't understand that what what, what was it? It could on. be. Yeah. Although I I did see
1: but it's best of both worlds. Yep. Uh I did see that and that is a masterpiece, so I do have to say. The um the uh the thing that has burned in my brain mm-hmm. <laughs> about Deep Space Nine is um uh um uh, what's what's uh his his name the captain cisco cisco commander cisco's uh when he when his wife is alive again he does a crazy cheer or laugh that's like and i was like i'm done with this show interesting and that was it
0: interesting it was just a poor acting choice and i was done yeah i guess it i mean he is a prophet in that he's one of the uh well, I mean, that's all Bajoran mythology, and we don't have to get into that here. We don't see the Bajorans for another five seasons on Star Trek The Next Generation. The Bajorans
1: are, have the ridges? They do, indeed. So isn't that's, that's Ensign Rowe, right? Ensign
0: Rowe is a Bajoran, yeah. One of my favorites. Really? Yeah. Don't love that character. Right, well, we'll get to it. <laughs> don't love that character. She was supposed to be... She was supposed to be Kira Nerys on the on D Space Nine. She was Michelle supposed to be Forbes, she was supposed not, to be not into it. Nana Visitor. She was supposed to be Nana Visitor's part. They were gonna put Ensign Rowe on board. I would have watched that show. Yeah. I loved Ensign Rowe. Well, there you go. Someday we'll figure it out.
1: <laughs> I like women uh, who have a lot of attitude and uh and are gonna make me unhappy. <laughs> eh. There you go, buddy. <laughs>
0: At least you know what you want. Uh, (laughs) So please, uh, if you have any suggestions, again, this is episode three, so you can help shape the show. Uh, Send in your suggestions to sttncpod at gmail.com or uh, tweet us at uh, Star Trek TNC. There you go. So simple. That is it. So sweet. Uh, We shall return next week with The Last Outpost, (laughs) which I prematurely gave seven Andy's too. Take care, everybody.
1: Why would I get to say take care? Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Do you get the sign off? Mm, It would probably be more Star Trek themed
0: anyway. You can do it. Uh, Disengage. (laughs) (laughs) Our entire audience just disengaged.